Hello, my fellow book lovers and One Minute Book Review fans. I'm your host, Orn Abdi. And welcome to a new segment that I don't have a name for yet that explores some of the ideas and concepts that I've read in the books that I've reviewed or just stuff that I've come across. I'm doing this just so I'm providing a bit more value and to educate a bit more on my channel. Um, I know that I just do book reviews, but I kind of want to expand on that, kind of talk about the concepts, ideas and theories that I think people should know more about uh, as an attempt to educate and share knowledge, which is kind of the aim for the whole channel in general and kind of my manifesto for starting this. So in today's episode, I'll be discussing what is cognitive dissonance. Uh, This came up in the book I read and reviewed a couple of weeks ago, Hooked by Nia Eyal, which talks about uh, how to create habit-forming products. So if you're a producer or if you're in marketing or just production in general, how do you create a product that sticks with people and that becomes a habit for them to use in the long term? So I researched this, I've been researching this for a couple of days now, looking at different sources, and I've come up with sort of a brief introduction of what cognitive dissonance is and what it means in the broad scheme of psychology and how you can sort of it's not something that you can apply to your life, but it's something that you just are aware of and and how people act in order to, and how that relates to cognitive dissonance. So the first thing is, what is cognitive dissonance? Leon Festinger developed cognitive dissonance theory in the 1957, fitting into the category of counterintuitive social psychology theories, commonly referred to as action opinion theories. The basic premise is that our actions influence our beliefs and attitudes. The logical among you would realize that this is counterintuitive. Under shared religious, cultural, spiritual circles, it's our beliefs that determine how we act individually and within the community. However, cognitive dissonance theory dismisses this claim, addressing our capability to rationalize as humans. There are three fundamental assumptions to cognitive dissonance theory. The first being that humans are sensitive to inconsistencies between actions and beliefs. So according to this theory, we can differentiate between when we are acting against our belief, opinions or attitudes, highlighting our ability of self-awareness. We have been programmed through cultural and social environments to be self-aware when we are acting or behaving against our own beliefs and attitudes. For example, we would know that cheating on a test sorry, is wrong and doing so would make us feel morally reprehensible for doing so. This is just one of the examples that uh, the study cites and one that I think is very relatable. The second fundamental assumption is that recognizing inconsistencies in our actions according to our beliefs will cause dissonance, which is defined as a lack of harmony, causing us to address this to resolve it. So once dissonance or a lack of harmony becomes apparent, most of us will want to address this feeling to return to how we behaved in the past. And not doing so will make the individual or us feel guilty. The degree of dissonance, therefore, will be directly related to the action of of the individual or what we actually did and the severity behind it. Uh, And it's a common misunderstanding that it's the greater distance of dissonance from a particular action or belief then the higher our willingness to try and correct it. So the greater the action that goes against our particular belief system, then the more we want to try and correct that and correct our behavior. 
Now, this kind of goes against common knowledge that people would suggest that, you know, anything that we do that goes against our particular belief system, that we want to, you know, try and correct that. However, there is a gap in the willingness to 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 get rid of a certain action on its degree of dissonance and the distance it has between our certain belief system. So the third fundamental assumption is after addressing the dissonance, then there are three primary ways to solve it. The first being changing beliefs. Now, changing a belief system is hard. Most belief systems are ingrained after years and years of practice, and many are even culturally sort of our cultural norms that are greater than the individual. Therefore, trying to get rid of a belief system or a belief in general is not an option for most. In the example that I showed below uh, above about cheating, you can convince yourself that cheating is okay and then continue on with the test. But, but the long-term problem is that the decision is more significant than that one, you know. It's the simplest option, but it's not the most common to change your belief. It's hard. Many people don't do it and many people don't want to see their belief system change. The second way to uh, sort of reduce the amount of dissonance uh, is changing your actions. A common misconception is that guilt and anxiety play a role in motivating people to change their actions. I know many of you, me included, have done something that you either feel guilty or anxious about once you've done it and... What I found is that is not a good motivator to try and change your actions because uh, this type of aversive conditioning has been proved ineffective by many scientists in changing actions uh, as you can change the way you feel about the action in general. The change of action may prove beneficial without knowing. Therefore, getting rid of the feeling, the feeling of what you're doing during the action without changing the belief or action leads to the third and most common way of reducing dissonance, which is changing that per perception to the action. So like I said, arguably the most common but most difficult way to resolve our dissonance is rationalizing. So rationalizing one's actions can help to change our perceptions to them. When debating whether to cheat, we can justify that everyone else is cheating around us. Therefore, it is permissible for us to do the same. That kind of change in perception is what many usually do when it comes to these kind of things. If the people around us are doing a certain thing and we see them doing it, then we will change our belief system and the way we act to fit according to them, lest we be treated differently from them. So changing such perceptions is common as we no longer think as the action being familiar with our belief system. So that's just a brief introduction to what cognitive dissonance is. I've attached the full link to the experiment in the in the description below. So if you want to do any further reading, then then by no means have a look and because it gives a bit more context to what I've been talking about. Uh, hopefully this has been a good introduction to what cognitive dissonance theory is and its role in psychology. Please comment if you have found this useful and for any suggestions for future content, please send me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thanks for listening.